The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 84th episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up this week, apathy among the American workforce. I'm your host, Ken. Joining me is the fifth dentist in the saying, four out of five dentists recommend this toothpaste. <laughs> why, so why, why do you not recommend that toothpaste? Because it's a scam. <laughs> I, I think dentistry is a scam. I think we thought we talked about this last week. <laughs> How many dentists are there, anyways? Uh, in the nation, or nationally, or, or internationally? Probably the whole world. Okay, it's got to be one dentist out of maybe like thirty people at least. Well, uh, you know, on a plane. Have you? Does this really happen? You know, on a plane, someone says we need a doctor. And someone happens to be a doctor. Has that ever happened? And I, I've never seen it. It only happens in the movies. I'm I a doctor. Mo- I'm a doctor. Yeah, most things only happen in the movies. I mean, at that point, they wouldn't even check for your credentials. You, I could stand up and say, I'm a doctor. You know, it's such I mean, an anybody. Yeah. So, Are you really a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so tell, tell me about the glasses you're wearing today. Who, who, who makes them? Who makes them? Yeah, who makes them? Some kid in China? That's who makes I it. I think they are. They probably are made from China, man. Made by a kid in a sweatshop. Because multiple perspectives. Designed in the U.S. <laughs> endorses sweatshops. No, we don't. Wait, wait, wait. As a vegan, are you not supposed to buy stuff made in sweatshops? Well, okay, I'm not answering for everybody, but you don't care. You know, about it brings a consciousness. It, it brings a consciousness to it. Talking about okay. buying, purchasing. I mean, is it easy to buy stuff that doesn't come from sweatshops? No, because they're way costly. Yes, yes. I, I believe. I mean, that's one of American Apparel's marketing tactics, right? Their clothes aren't made in a sweatshop. Yeah. But how easy is it to just get clothes made from a sweatshop and say they're not made from a sweatshop? I don't know. But anybody can stick a label on anything. I don't know the regulations between uh, labeling something with sweatshop free or not. Okay. We're talking about sweatshops. What do you, can you comment on the, the uh, work ethics in a sweatshop? Work ethics. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of I'm trying to survive right now. <laughs> yeah, that's completely different from the work ethics in America, specifically the U.S. Uh, we've been in the workforce since we were, you know, 16, 17, 18. So I've I seen some shit, okay? You've seen some shit. Oh, yeah. I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the, the, the most uh, ass-kissing workers, and I've seen the laziest workers who will do the most mediocre job and just not care. Which one are you? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I used to care. I used to work hard, and uh, now I feel like everybody is lazy. a lazy ass worker. No, I don't think I'm lazy. It's just I'm trying to use my my time more efficiently. 
Okay. All right, that's fair enough. So let's move to an article by myjoyonline.com. Now, Joy Online is actually a uh, news source in Ghana, but I find this topic very universal. Um, If you actually have read this article, some of the language is kind of weird. You can tell it's not an American writing yet, but still, the concepts uh, and the topics discussed in the content itself is universal. So it's written by, uh, you want to try pronouncing that guy's name or that woman's name? Kwaku Adu Giamfi, I think. That's okay. how you say it. Yeah. And you can call me Bob. That's that's what he says when he moves to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So he starts off, or she, I'm not sure about the uh, writer's gender or it. All the money you're ever going to have is currently in the hands of someone else's Earl Nightingale. What do you think about that saying? What What is that trying to tell you? It's English. It's English class now. What does this mean? It, it means the money that you have is comes from somebody. It doesn't just appear out of nowhere. Customers, from what I read the article. Okay. And is is your goal personally to get some? get you some of that money? That ain't the goal. That's how much the, money do you want? How much money? <laughs> Imagine how much easier it'd be if we just, uh, as soon as we all hit 18, uh, we just line up at a warehouse and there's a guy at the window that says, how much money do you want? <laughs> I want a million. That is actually a good question that most of us probably don't ask. Yeah. How much money do you actually need? Um, no, it's not how much you need. It's how much you want. How much okay? do I want? How much? I want everything. Just give okay. me everything. Okay. All right. So, so is money the you know the the number one incentive for people going to work? I think that is the number one incentive for people to go to work. Okay. If money was not an issue, would you be working the same job you are right now? No. You you'd be the boss. I'd be doing something else. Okay. But it is about money right now and fear of the future. Now, do you find that depressing? It is a little bit depressing. A little bit? It's a lot. lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Not a little. It is depressing. depressing. Yeah, just think back, you know, back when we were cavemen, we didn't worry about digital points. We just sat in a cave and as long as we had fire, food, and water... We were set. Family and family were good. Well, family's debatable, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's t- now you got to think about the cost of living and where you want to be in the future. Whether well, you want to purchase a house. Well, nobody is stopping you from living in a cave. Why don't you go do that? It'd be a lonely, lonely existence, man. Well, what if there's a cave woman there with you? <laughs> <laughs> then that's fine, but. <laughs> Most don't want to live in a cave anymore. <laughs> Just put up Craigslist ad, you know. Want cave woman, <laughs> cave woman to spend rest of life with. I cave man, you cave woman, eternal mm. life. All right, um, now, is that how they say? Yeah, that's that's my Craigslist ad. So uh, this article goes on, and I, I like the way it's written a lot. Um, it kind of calls people out for what they're doing at work, or rather, what they're not doing. 
and it calls you and me and every reader a thief because we are stealing from the company every time we don't work. Every time you stop working to check Facebook, every time you stop working to check Gmail, every time you stop working to listen to multiple perspectives, you're stealing company time. Is that true? Unless you're working while you're listening to multiple perspectives, that's not stealing from the company. Well, if you don't listen to multiple perspectives, you're stealing from yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're stealing knowledge from yourself. It it is somewhat. Like if you're doing something other than work-related activities, you are somewhat not optimizing the time given to you. So there's two types of workers according to... uh, what I know. So you have the salary workers and then you have the workers who are paid hourly. If you're paid hourly and you do this activity, then definitely you're not getting paid. No matter what, you're going to get paid per hour. So That's why hourly workers are lazy as shit, right? Well, exhibit A, uh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that's debatable. Do you disagree with me? Did I disagree with you? Not I disagree with you that I'm lazy. <laughs> but what All I'm right. saying is... Okay. If All you right. have, what, you know, what about the salary worker? What's the difference there? Well, the salary worker, I mean, he gets paid per the year. He'll get the same, but he has more work to do. So if he does like checking Facebook and texting other people, just as long as they get their work done, that's fine. But with an hourly worker, what I see is if... They're there for an hour and they're just sitting around. They still get paid no matter what. All right, let, let me jump in here. Let me interject. There is a third type of worker, and this is the laziest type of worker in my opinion. The project paid worker. You know, I will pay you to retile my kitchen floor. And those are the fastest, most inefficient workers. How so? Well, if you're getting paid for the job, aren't you going to do the job as fast as you can? Uh and not you know hourly quality. workers hourly workers will stretch out making a burrito one minute into ten minutes if they need to okay <laughs> I've seen it okay. I've seen it okay um but if I pay you if you only get paid if the burrito's made they would make that burrito lightning speed sure you know and I say burrito because at the worst workers I've encountered work at Chipotle. Whoa. <laughs> you mean they're slow? They don't know how to properly fry is, is it so hard to make a burrito that doesn't have sour cream and cheese on one end and meat and salsa on the other end? No, you know, for a second of all, why is my burrito round? Why is my burrito a ball? Yeah, it's not a burrito then. I, I'm just mad at Chipotle, okay? I've, I've spoken to people about this. They've experienced the same things. Maybe so, you should talk to Chipotle directly. To them. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna email him. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send him a pigeon carrier letter. Okay, <laughs> and they won't respond. All right. So, how how much time are you stealing at work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, like some some days they'll be dead days. Okay. Yeah, you're going to try to tell me you make up for for the time you you goof off on other days, right? <laughs> no, but some days is like quick fire. 
100% all the way sprinting. All right. Okay. And I mean, I know the comparison of people. I mean, I mean, I seen people, I witness people who don't do as much as I do. And you got to have to back them up so that we continue our work. Well, here's, here's the other thing. Everybody in the U.S. thinks that their job is the hardest. Doesn't matter if you make burritos. Doesn't matter if you run a company. Everybody thinks that their job is so hard and they are underpaid. Why do we think that? Because we're egocentric. We think we are really that good when In anybody reality, can, for, for me, anybody can replace my job. Right. I mean, there. I like to think that there's always someone who can do your job better. Better, more effectively, and less complaints. Well, there's always a computer that can do your job. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, labor costs a lot. and Well, the, the employee workforce, the, the employee compensation is the biggest overhead for most companies. No matter what, if the company doesn't make money, you still got to pay the people who work that hours. You know what I mean? You didn't answer my question. How much How much money are you stealing from the company? I got to get a calculator, man. Okay. It's that, it's that large of a sum. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending this episode to your, to your boss after this. All right. So let's move on here. Um, this article, even though it's in Ghana, references customers, you know, Every business has a customer. Um, even if you don't really have a customer, you've got a customer. You've got someone you do things for. You've got someone you need to satisfy. I We're both internal facing at our uh, corresponding job ta- roles. We don't deal with the customer directly, but we've got internal people to deal with. They are technically the customers. Um, so is it just me or is the customer service industry gone to shit? It's it's more like uh, you don't have a choice. This is the only option you have, so you better deal with it. Okay. T- tell, like that, tell that story about the pizza-making worker who was just mad. Who was just mad? Didn't didn't you have an experience with the pizza pieology? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the equivalent of Chipotle. It's, I have a theory. It's one of these, like... Tell them Assembly how line. to make... It's, it's, it's when they can see... It's when you can see them make your food... That they are shitty workers, which is kind of reverse because you can see them. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. Okay, so you rep biology. Yeah, and uh, you know, you hear like cheese mixed up into the tomato sauce, and like there's no enthusiasm or smiling from the workers at all. I mean, they don't have to smile if they don't want to, but I mean, I felt like I was. You don't have to smile, but you you shouldn't frown. If the well, customer I mean, feels like they are bothering you, you are doing a bad job. It felt like I didn't they didn't want me to be there. That that's probably true. Maybe it's because I asked for the gluten free crust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but still, you offer it as a business. So I say no problem. Let me get that for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean the. I I don't even know what to say for this. Just fast food workers. I'm not sure what's going on there. I've never worked I mean, that. I, 
I was a fast food worker, but I you was were in the back. You were in the back. And I was hustling very fast, very hard paced. You almost deep fried your hand one time, I heard. I almost deep fried my hand. <laughs> kind of reach your <laughs> into the oil, man. <laughs> Serve it up on a plate if you actually uh, do. Uh, you, you can make some money for that, that chicken shop you're working at. We won't say what it is, but starts with a K, ends with a C, and there's an F in the middle. <laughs> 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 All right. So, let's talk about the actual hours that people work. Uh, the, the rest of the article is kind of mumbo jumbo, so we're not going to go into detail. But let's talk about the eight-hour workday, the nine-to-five grind. Um, do you, do you, if you were an employer, expect your employees to be working those full eight hours? You know, just focused. no, no. That's what that's you, one of okay. my questions. That you you say that now, but what if you were an employer? Think about it. Well, I'm expecting them to work as much as they can. But I would think as human beings, like you'd think that, you know, people's mind just wander. So I think according to the to the article, it says fifty fifty percent of the time people are at work, they don't do work. Well, that number is a lot bigger sometimes. 50, man. That's a lot. Yeah, it's already a lot, but sometimes that number is a lot bigger. It's like, you think you just, people just goof off at work? What, what is goof off? What is that? I mean, I've seen people fall asleep at work, man. Makes it look like they're working, but they're sleeping. Okay. So, what do you do at work to make it look like you're working? I just walk around. <laughs> a trick is to walk around with an object like a notepad or a clipboard nobody will ever question you oh yeah i question people that's what i do it's so like at some points there's gonna be dead times of course there's gonna be slow times but there's always something to improve at work do the writing procedures cleaning up stuff i mean there's work to keep the maintenance and there's work to make more profit. Well, well, tell me this. If, if What's the point of doing a task if there's no urgency linked to it? Don't you think Improve. urgency is the biggest incentive to work? I mean, most people will do. Okay, there's a thing called the... Uh, you're talking about urgency. Usually in manufacturing, like in what I work at, most of the time we ship on like the end of the week or the end of the month. Everybody's just holding on to their work until the end of the week. Why? Is nobody working on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? Are you telling me or are you asking me? That's what I'm asking. Do you not work on Monday through Thursday? Is that what I you're do. Me? But I feel like deadlines, when it comes to near deadlines, that's when everybody starts pushing their stuff. Are you saying that we didn't work for the whole month? Most likely. That, that's why when I send something out and I need something from somebody, I put a goddamn date in the subject line, okay? I put due, end of day, August 21st. Uh-huh. I'm the type of guy that will walk to your desk, come up behind you while calling your phone. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I do dates and stuff too. Okay, to me, there's lazy and then there's lazy efficient. Okay. There's no okay. There's <laughs> lazy. inefficient lazy and then there's efficient lazy. Okay. Every good engineer is efficient lazy. Every good engineer will find the way to only do the task once and then it's done. Okay. 
the you know inefficient lazy is you, you just don't do it. You mm-hmm. just don't care. Nobody takes pride in their job anymore. Is it because that we're not getting paid enough? They don't get a title or anything like that. Well, wh- when does it ever stop? You know, you become a manager, you want to become a director. You become a director, you want to become a VP. You become VP, you want to become senior VP. Then you want to become CEO, then you want to own the company. Where does it stop? Have you ever met someone uh-huh. who said, wow, I am so overpaid? <laughs> no. No? No, me neither. Okay. Yeah, uh, there's just, I don't know if it's the same around the world from this Ghana article. It sounds like it is, but there's a real problem with the American workforce. Um, I don't even know. What, we're going to get in trouble with our companies if or if we keep talking about this. So that, let's wrap up the segment here. How do you, you know, as an employer, what do you do to ensure that you're Employees are not apathetic. First, you got to pay them a fair wage for what value they bring to the company. How, how do you second, determine that, though? That, that's a hard thing. That's probably like an algorithm or asking them what they need. What if every boss sat down their employer one by one and said, how much do you want me to pay you? What do you think? Number. What kind of numbers would come out of these people's mouths? One thousand dollars per a day. <laughs> per day. What do you do? I just, I just fold this paper and put it into this box. <laughs> How many do you do a day? <laughs> Five. I do about ten here and there. <laughs> you know, it slows down, goes up and down throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, they, they call them valleys and peaks. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, peaks and valleys throughout my day. Okay, all right. Uh, Like I said, if we keep talking about this, our potential employers are going to find this podcast in the future and probably fire us before we even get hired. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. All right, let's take a break. Uh, When we get back, we got more into the uh, lazy workforce in America. You're listening to MP. Don't go anywhere. So before the break, we were talking about if I had my own company as an employer, how would I manage apathy? So we have an article here from Business Review USA titled, Is Employee Apathy a Danger to My Business? Written by Kaylee Banks. 
starts off with talking about uh, employees who you feel like they don't give a care about you being there, being bothered by you as a customer as you wait for whatever they're about to give you. But it's part of their job. How do you manage that as a as a manager or as a business? Okay, well, you're asking me as a manager, how would I manage a shitty worker? How would you manage it? How would you okay. do it? Huh. How would you approach them? Well, you know, the, the, the thing with, with what you're asking is you're focusing on solving the problem rather than preventing it. So if I, w- if yeah, I well, was an employer, well, that kid wouldn't even be hired. <laughs> what if they're good in an interview and they come in and their whole attitude oh then you're fired on the first day congratulations (laughs) (laughs) what if you need the person these are very very, you can keep asking you know it just goes on and on and on it's it's difficult that's that's my answer you know do you fire the kid do you and i'm just saying kid because that's what we've run into as customers um or do you train the person to better do their tasks um, you know, to achieve mm. greatness above and beyond. That was every bullshit line for every retail store we were at, you know. Above, above and beyond. beyond. <laughs> Overachieve. <laughs> Do more than what the customer expects. Yeah. I'll follow the customer to, to their car and have them drive me home so I can help them unload the groceries. And have them drop you <laughs> off back home. <laughs> Or to work. <laughs> well, uh, in this article, it talks about warning signs of apathy, and even this talks about apathy doesn't just go to people who are bored or just indifferent at work. It also goes and affects people who are dedicated to the work, but end up realizing that other people who are on the team don't work as hard as they do. Right. And they become more apathetic. Okay. Uh, I'd like to say uh, good workers get more work, bad workers get less work. Does that make you feel crappy? No. Why not? If you're a good worker, you just get the workload piled on you. If you're a bad worker, they give you less work. Mm -hmm. That's how I've seen it. Yeah, because they can't trust you with okay, If you stuff. don't think that's bad, that means you're a bad worker. So I'm a bad worker. Is that what you're if you don't think that concept is bad, <laughs> then that means you're a bad worker. I mean, I don't feel bad about it. You don't? If if you're if you're the good worker, I mean, don't you feel weird that the bad worker is getting less work and all his work is being given to you or her or it? Yeah, but do you feel like... Uh, I feel like it's imbalanced now. Sometimes. Okay, so you do feel bad about it. So you're paying me what? The same as him. 25 cents more, but I'm doing triple the work as this person who does less than me. That's when you become apathetic. You kind of know what people are getting paid. And then you realize you're doing most of the work at the whole team. You're carrying the whole team. Yeah, they're getting paid the same amount because you're both hourly workers. See, that's why we need to get rid what of is this that? hourly shit. Is that fair? Well, I think work isn't fair in general, okay? It's trading hours of your life okay. for digital points. <laughs> don't don't you think don't you think that work is just the break between sessions of your real life? <laughs> <laughs> 
Whoa, yeah, you're trading hours for dollars. Not dollars, man. digital trading. digital points. That's that's the, that's what it has been boiled dollars. down to. Digital points. You got a thousand digital points. You're rich for a few weeks. You got a million digital points. People flock to you because you're the greatest. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not. So let's let's bring it into some signs of what apathy, you know, apathetic okay. workers. And we do. both have a, a so, checklist. We're going to check these as we go. So they're standing or sitting around talking to one another while ignoring assigned tasks, or worse, ignoring waiting customers. You done that? Standing or sitting around? And talking to one another while ignoring assigned tasks. Mm, yes. Probably, man. Because some of the tasks were dumb. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and ineffective, honestly. Why are you going to dust the rooftop if it's going to get dusty again? What? <laughs> that is that what dangerous. you're doing at work? <laughs> no, it's the ceiling. I'm talking about the ceiling. Okay. You're dusting the ceiling at work? That's what you do? No. Wait, are saying. you the ceiling from duster at work? No. no or was no. that just a, a, an analogy? It's an analogy, right. man. Well, I, feel, I, no, an analogy. I feel like you're dusting some shit at work. <laughs> Next one is uh, showing up late, frequently calling in sick, or simply not showing up okay, at all. What have you done? Showing up late. Fre- I barely call in sick at all, actually. If I don't show up, I tell I tell the boss. Okay. Taking extended breaks or more frequently smoke breaks. Okay. Other one is performing mandatory tasks in an obvious disinterested manner, just like the pizza people. <laughs> Sometimes accompanied by sighing. <sighs> I, I've heard that. Complaining, man. I, I've heard. Oh, complaining, man. I hate this job. Or explicitives like, beep, what the beep? I hate this mother beep. <laughs> I've, I've said that before. Doing Actually, the bare minimum. Hey, here's a fun story. The first job I ever had was a retail yeah. store. And I hit the one year Uh mark and the manager called me in for the performance review and written on the damn paper was frequently says out loud that he does not want to be here. (laughs) 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 And I quit the next day. I quit the next day. Oh, man. Damn, I should have requested a copy of that sheet. It it seriously said that. It said, frequently says out loud that he does not want to be here. Well, I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know, honesty is the best policy. Oh, it is. Now, the next one is doing the bare minimum to get the job done. Isn't that the meaning of a job? <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, 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 we got to stick on that one. I, okay. I've heard a tip. Okay, okay. That you only give 80%. <laughs> okay, you only give it. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen, you only give 80% so that when they need you to do more, you give 100% and they think you're giving 120%. <laughs> oh, you know, so you never have to give more man. than 100%. Which is physic, That's which is physically impossible, anyways. How do you give more than one hundred percent of yourself? You can't. You can't. That's just some corporate dream. Let's move on to the next one. Remaining detached from forming working relationships with coworkers. Do you really need to form working relationships with coworkers? Well, I mean, if you just pack cans, is that what you do at work? You pack cans? No, nah, I'm just giving an example, man. <laughs> 
put stuff in boxes. Hey, your job is to put stuff in this box so that that guy can remove it from the box. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the definition of the American workforce right there. Your job is to do this okay. so that this other guy can undo it. it <laughs> yes, exactly. Why, why don't, and, and then, and then, and then you say, why don't I just give it directly to the guy? And that's when you get fired. <laughs> Whoa. Isn't it more effective that way? Ah, get out. You're fired. And the last one for apathetic workers is engaging in non-work activities such as surfing the web, checking emails, or engaging in social media activities, texting, making or talking or taking personal calls, or simply daydreaming instead of being productive. Daydream. Which which one of those have you done? I've done the uh, daydreaming. That's it? You never surfed the web? I never surfed the web. No, no, you're joking. I only looked at the web if I need to look something up. You never surfed the web at work? I never surfed the web What is wrong with you, man? I I I only surfed the web at work. Never did. (laughs) (laughs) I've texted, you know, family, because they texted me. Uh... I mean, I, I, look, I glance at social media. I mean, checking emails is no, part of work. No, emails. Oh, okay, okay. Taking personal phone calls. Okay, or... you're probably in the minority that you don't surf. I yeah, am in you don't surf the web at work. I don't surf the web. Is it because work. you're worried they're going to find out what you like to do on the internet? I mean, they already know what I like, man. AlexJones.com. But. <laughs> 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 I thought you're not supposed to use like work computers for personal stuff. How how easy is it to give you a laptop and say don't use this for anything but work? It is easy to say it, but following it is something else. Yeah, and IT does not care. Your department, your company has an IT department, right? Oh IT yeah, it does. does not care unless you give them a reason to. Hmm. Well, you know what? Let me fix that. Nobody at the company cares unless you give them a reason to. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. Nobody at the company cares about anything. They just only care about themselves. themselves. Yeah. But themselves. All right. Yeah. Well, this is a very... Um, I like that it's a very concise list. Uh, it knocks out... I want this on a shirt. You know? I want to wear it to work. Just this list of things. I mean, I've seen all of it happen. You know what? I, I am going to copy this and send it out in a company-wide email tomorrow. So, <laughs> if you are caught doing this, you'll be reprimanded. You'll be laid off. <laughs> you'll be laid off. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you, uh, if no you offense, but... are not doing one of these activities, we will fire you. Ah. Uh. If you're not doing any of these activities, you are not human. Respond back to this email with the list of things that you've done out of this list. <laughs> and then fire everyone who responds with, I don't do any of this. Because you know they're lying. Oh, man. So, there's there's also tips in the article talking about how you as an employer can uh, improve these conditions of apathy at work. Just as demonstrating general interest in workers. When does that actually happen? Uh, the day you get hired and the day you get fired. Those are the only two days that somebody at work is interested in you. 
Did you do an interview and then you do an <laughs> Well, no, it's onboarding and then exit interview or onboarding and then firing. Keep employees interested and engaged in their work. Make changes as necessary. So the right fills a role that makes the best use of his or her skills. Okay. Workplace events. You know, usually they try to bribe you with food. Does that happen? No, that happens in every Silicon Valley company. They give you food, snacks, everything, sugar. Well, reward workers in meaningful ways for work done okay. well. So that, that's that? a very important one. What to you is a good reward besides money? Because we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> besides yes. money. Besides Would you money? like uh, $5 vouchers to AMC movie theaters? Would mm. that make you work a little harder? I mean, get a car. That'd be nice. Get a car. Gas, uh, gas vouchers. Give me a better chair. Can't you just ask for a better chair? Give me a title at least. Okay, so you would take the title over a raise. No, I would take the raise first. No, the raise isn't available. Okay. Give okay me the title's title. not available either. Okay, then I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We made you quit. Just write that down. Make sure. Okay, we didn't fire you, so there's no severance package. Oh. Uh, All right. Team Spirit. Wait, wait, before we go into Team Spirit, which is another big one, what... How, what can a company do to make you ve- feel valuable? That because that's a big thing, you know. Employees want. I mean, telling just telling te- you, hey, hey, Joe, you, you're valuable. You. You're valuable to us. Please don't go. Oh, so you want them to need you? Well, yeah, it feels like you're needed. I mean, sometimes it feels like when you're trying to leave, that's when they try to give you a raise. Well, if you were the boss, wouldn't you do the same thing? You can't say no because you never know. Uh-huh. You know, if you were the boss, you'd probably be the same greedy bastard that every boss is. And it's we- that word is just weird, you know, to me. How can you be the boss of somebody? Nine to five. Yeah, it sounds very wrong. Yeah, I I don't even like saying I work for that person. I don't work for anyone except the company. I work with my managers. Yeah, yeah, I say the same thing. They just, you know, guide me to the right direction and help communicate the plans at the top to the bottoms. They don't own me. The company owns I you. I leave anytime I want. The corporation owns you. Yeah. You know what? The money owns you. Go ahead and say that. The money owns you. Yeah, the money owns mm-hmm. you. The things you own end up owning you. That's mm-hmm. Fight Club. All right, let's, uh, let's, Team Spirit, let's talk about that one. How is the team aspect at your place of business well if you have a good team you feel like you want to go to work because you support you want to support your team well there's also the other thing if you if you get along too well with your team work just becomes a big party oh yeah yeah it just becomes all chit chat and nothing gets done everybody just talks about whatever just want to be like a highly trained team like a basketball team or something I mean, you can have fun, but you get the job done. You want to win. Okay. And how do you improve the team spirit? Well, first, you make sure, you make sure that you have a clear guideline of what you want done. All right. I feel like some people feel like one worker is working less. Usually, that's the complaints I get. One worker is getting Why less. Why are you getting the complaints? Well, I'm kind of like... Uh, a lead in my area. All right, you're white, so you're the boss. I'm not really a you boss. You own these people. 
I don't own them at all. They kind of look at me as one, but no. That, that's some complaints that I hear of how one could just be sitting around talking and not really doing as much as Okay, those. how often has the person who is, who is complaining the same one who is like, no? Uh, no, not as much, okay. no. All right, fair enough. You, you, you work in a sweatshop. Spirit. Yeah, I sweat a lot, okay. but it's not a sweatshop sweatshop. Wouldn't you say that every corporation in America is technically a sweatshop? I mean, it's a, it's a machine, man. What is a machine? Machine has no feelings. <laughs> it just does whatever it needs to get the job done. Okay. All right. It's a very sad way of looking at it. But let's yeah. let's wrap up the episode here. Um, among apathy itself, though, the goal is obviously 0% inefficiency, 100% efficiency. We ever going to see that? No, unless you got robots. Even robots have have margins but, of error. Okay, but uh, you know, I think in business is always give and take. It's not always not going to be a hundred percent. Even your plan is not going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, business is give and take. The employees it. give and the company takes. <laughs> You're only laughing because it's if, true. If you, oh yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, you try to get to close as 100% as possible. And it's an art craft as a manager or, you know, as a businessman, as an owner of a business to get the best out of people to make it efficient to work, to get efficient workers. It's a craft. It's not like a formula where, okay, this guy went to school, got good grades, and he's going to be a good worker. No, sometimes you're not. It's a craft to try to get people to their full potential and see where they are. Okay, how how do you how do you gauge apathy during the interview if you were a boss? That's hard during an interview. Most of the time, interview people try to be energetic. Say first couple of weeks, you throw them into a fire, see how they react. Huh. If you throw them to the fire and they stay, I mean, if they handle it well, then. They see how hard they actually work. People who just sit around, I mean, that's how you know they're apathetic. Who complain all day. Negative speakers. I try to keep away from the man at work. It's toxic. Well, what do you mean by negative speakers? I'm talking about complaining, just like everything, man. How they're not getting paid enough, all that. How expensive it is to live in the Bay Area. I stay away from people who talk to me at work. Excuse me, my, that's that's my best practice for people who work. It's just if if someone talks okay. to you, just stay away from them. Stay away. It either means they want something, and that's it. It means they want something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap it up here with um, we call this the freestyle session at the end of the episode, where we just go freestyle. If you weren't working. And you had all the money in the world that you needed. What would you be doing? Would, would you be, be a lazy doing? bum? I'd be. No, actually, I'd man, I'd be, I'd be growing food, man. You'd be a farmer, or I'd be cooking. You'd be a farmer I'd slash food and I'd be chef. You'd probably yeah, be running those farm to table restaurants. So farm what? to table. Oh, I guess so. But I'd be cooking, man. Probably cooking. Okay. Just being with my family. 
But as a profession, yeah, I'd probably be cooking or something. All right. Or be an artist. Be an artist. Just make art. Okay, that's fair enough. I'd be, a, I'd be a carpenter. Uh, no, okay, I don't know. I, I, I would... Uh, well, carpentry is very interesting to me. Uh, uh, working with steel, uh, welding, that's another interest. Electrician. You know, these mm-hmm. are things that, these are paths I wish I would have taken in the past. <laughs> you could always turn around and say, F this job. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. What a world we it's, live in. You have the choice to do so. Yeah, you have the choice, but whether or not you'll succeed, that's a different story. What? My, my what final, is success? What is success? My final statement of success and apathy is, I think if you're apathetic at work, I don't think you're successful. If you feel like you have a passion for work and what you're doing feels like it's worthwhile, then you are successful. Well, here, here, to me, if, if, if you think coming into work every day is a chore, then you're at the wrong job. Yeah, yeah. You're at the wrong job. You know, if you if you feel like it's it's a chore coming in one two days out of the week, then yeah, you're that's fine. But if every day you don't want to wake up for work, eh, you probably make really bad pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> you probably make bad burritos too. Oh, yeah. there's a reason why you you, you work at a Chipotle. <laughs> you you can't even fry fries with a timer. <laughs> Mess up a microwave meal. Man, I told you one minute. All right, so let's uh, let's wrap it up here. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I have no faith in the American workforce as far as we come. Wow. So pessimistic, <laughs> man. <laughs> I would love to work with a team that is 100% all. Man, the great things you accomplish. If you get all the best workers in the world and you put them in one place. Oh, they call that Congress Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when nothing gets done, though. Congress is the best example of apathy in the American <laughs> <laughs> We should call this episode Congress. Congress. Okay, all right. That's, that's another episode there. Um, let's wrap it up here next week. Uh, I don't know. What are, you, what are you feeling like here? We've talked about all this, all the depressing stuff in the, in the last few weeks here. So why don't we talk about something happy? Mm-hmm. You know, why don't we talk about the... Uh, there's nothing happy going on. <laughs> Life is just one downward spiral. Down on spirals that we talked about. <laughs> All right, we'll figure it out next week. That's it for this episode of MP. See ya.